Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Hallelujah! Somebody say, I got the victory! You're telling your situation... Sleep in order to shift to create an outcome that 
forsaken no it's seed bed for bread I know I, I, what I do know is when my enemies came and wanted me to eat of my flesh the word of God said they will stumble and they will fall all I what I do know is many of the fleshes of the righteous but the Lord delivers them from what y'all them all hear the Lord saying, don't let your eyes deceive you your eyes deceive you. Oh God, I got to get to the word. Oh God, I'm going to be skipping around. I want you to turn with me real quick. This is what God has me. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter. Oh God. Whew. If this word hitting you and you need to stand up for it, that's fine. I ain't offended either way. But tell somebody. It's right here. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I'm expecting an outcome. A godly outcome. A God-designed outcome. See, you have to understand that premature, de premature death is an outcome, but that's not God's will for your life. We want the godly outcome. See, an outcome may be, I'm tired of you, I'm going to get a divorce from you. But that's not God's design of the outcome. See, we, 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 we've been getting so, we've been getting so bothered by the fire and the pressure and the heat that we settle for it just to be over. But God said, I've got a God-designed outcome for you. He told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 29, 11, he said, I know the plans that I have for you. When I shaped you in your mother's womb, when I breathed breath into your nostrils, I had an agenda and a plan for your life. He says in 29 and 11, in ESV, he says, he said, I, I, I know the thoughts and the plans I have towards you. Saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil. Some of y'all think God is mad at you. He just said right here, I've got, I've, I've got intentions of peace and not evil. Look at this. 
to give you an expected end. God has an expected outcome for you. He said, with the gifts I put in you, with the talents I put in you, with the calling that I called you with, you know, them little, them little inklings in them ways, you didn't just wake up with that stuff. God put that stuff in you. He said, I won't demand anything out of you that I haven't already put in you. And I have an expected outcome for you. Before you give me your last breath, I want, I, want to, I want to know that you have accomplished everything I sent you here. I say it all the time. Do you realize when your mother and your father got together, how many millions of sperm was, was racing to that egg? And you're the one that won. Could have been somebody else. But the fact that God let it be you. You already won. Tell somebody, you're already a winner. The fact that you're here. It could have been the other sperm. It could have been, it could have been, it could have been somebody else. But you were a winner already. And with this life God has given us, God said, I have an expected end. I have an expected outcome, and it's unusual. Because when you walk with me, you become peculiar. You become different. You become above the fray. The things that, that, that apply to the children of this world don't apply to you. The, the rumors of layoffs that apply to them, but they don't apply to you. And even if it does, that means God has released you to something better. Sickness and disease for other people, they have the faith totally in science and medicine. I know God can heal that way. But death is not your lot. I want you to hear me. Death is not in your lot concerning disease. And that's for somebody in this place. God said, I'm going to give an uncommon outcome. <sighs> See, we think God is just God and he keeps us from things. Keeps us from getting sick. Keeps us from trouble on the job. And that's God too. But God can truly prove himself to be God. Is that you're just like somebody else beside you. But your outcome is different. And somebody asks, how is it that you're not worried? How is it that they skipped over you? How is it that you got the job? You ain't, I, I got more degrees than you. We're going to point to God the uncommon outcome is because of whose side I'm on. And who's on my side. I told you God favors you. Now I love all these little babies in this room. But these three that came from that woman and me, I favor them because they're mine. And tell somebody to God, say God, tell somebody God the Father favors me. That was up to my children to pull on some of the favor from the Father. I'm not waking up every day trying to give them this, but they know I can come to my Father in the time of need and sometimes want. And the God, my father's going to bless me because I'm his child. And he wants to make me smile. Somebody look to him and say, thank you, Lord, for making me smile. Yes. Uncommon. Uncommon. Here's the thing I want to I I share with you. Psalm 23 says this, y'all. This is why God is going to do it. We know the 23rd Psalm. We're going to do the first couple of verses. Said the Lord is my shepherd. And because he is the shepherd, I can preach this all by itself. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I don't have to want for a thing. Look at this, y'all. When I would go 
easy. He makes, he grabs me by the neck and he makes me lie down <laughs> in green pastures. Look at this. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Y'all know we can, we, we can get off sometimes. How many know, let's, 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 you know, we can be off sometimes. Come on, tell the truth. And we can be, you know, we can be ultra dramatic. Oh, Lord, it's going to be one of them days. He said, he will lead you beside. He said, come here, come here, just follow me. I'm going to lead you beside still water. Waters of calmness. Because you're my child. I don't take pleasure in you being perplexed and you being worried and you, you wondering how ends are going to meet and I'm wondering, I don't, look, you can't serve me. You're no good to the kingdom. Depressed and bogged down. So if you let him, he will lead you. Besides still water. Somebody say, thank you, Lord, for the still waters. Then it says, he restores my soul. How many of you feel depleted every now and then? He will restore your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Anybody just been emotionally tired? Your body feels fine, but you're just tired. Say, Lord, I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of having to go home and go to the job. Got my, my, got my defenses up. Anybody ever been there where your soul has been tired? The word of God said he will restore your soul. Somebody say, thank you, Lord, for restoration. Now look at this, y'all. And he leads me in the paths of righteousness. Now, that was good enough. But look why he does it. For his name's sake. Some of the things God's about to do for you, it ain't about you. God's about to make you a wonder for his name's sake. Somebody better receive that. I'm prophesying in this room right now. Some of the doors, it ain't about you. You ain't been good enough. Matter of fact, you deserve the opposite for him to take some things from you. But he said, there is something in you that I can use. There is something in there that I can get some glory out of you. And because I know I can trust you, I'm going to deliver. I'm going to heal. I'm going to set free. I'm going to shut the liar's mouth for my name's sake. Somebody better receive the word of the Lord. God said, if my name is on it, I'm watching over to perform it. See, the problem is we've been stepping out there and doing some things that ain't got his name on it. But God said, if you put my name on it, I will perform it. I will close and make up the gap for no other reason than my name's sake. You have to understand that he had no other name to swear by, so God swore by himself. God said, I'm going to do it for my name's sake. Somebody lift your hand and say, thank you, Lord, for doing it. Now, this doesn't give us a license to go out there and act crazy, to act foolish, to go out and be sinful. So, God, you're going to do it for your name? Say, no, do all that you can do. And when you've done all that you can naturally, I will put super on top of your natural. But God is saying, I'm about to do some things for my name's sake. I'm about to close some things up that 
that have been plaguing you for years and somebody listen up with your spirit right now God said I'm about to bring some resolution to some things that have been plaguing you for years some things with your children some things with your career some things even in your self-esteem God said I'm about to fix some things for no other reason then it's going to make my name look good good God from Zion Woo! somebody receive the word of the Lord right now Something's I'm about to shift. Something's I'm about to put up. I'm about to squeeze some hearts. Some things that look impossible. Some business deals that look like they will never happen. He said, God, I know you put this in my heart, but I can't get here. And God said, that's okay. You're trying to figure it out. God said, I'm going to squeeze some hearts. Some people are going to be seeing your face in their dreams. And you're going to be in the marketplace minding your own business. They said, wait a minute. I've seen you before. Look, here's my checkbook. Here's my card. Here's my number. Come and meet with me because I can't get rest until I bless you. God said, I'm about to do it for my name's sake. Oh my God. Somebody's going to get it in this room. God said, don't try to figure it out. It is uncommon. It's uncommon. It's uncommon. There is an uncommon outcome that is coming to the house of God. Some of you have been in perplexity. Some of you have been in some tight situations. Some of you say, God, I had to make a choice between eating and tithing. God said, you are not going to have to make those choices for much longer. God said, I'm coming with healing in my wings. Oh, God. He said, if I provided for the prophet at the brook with a raven, don't you know I see what you need? Oh, God. Some of you's expectations have been too low. What he says, I can, I can do is see in the abundance of all you can ask or think according to the power that works within you. Your thinking and your asking has been too low. God said, I need you to raise your level of your expectancy and watch me exceed that. There is an unexpected, uncommon resolution to matters of your life that God is about to meet. 2 Corinthians 4 says this, y'all. I'm just about finished. 2 Corinthians 4 chapter says, and so we do not lose heart. Tell your neighbor, whatever you do, don't lose your heart. I'm not talking about your blood pump. I'm talking about your will to keep going. See, the devil knows that he can't stop us. He knows that we can only stop ourselves. Tell your neighbor, don't lose heart. Tell tell, tell, tell whatever you do. Don't lose your heart. You lose your hair, lose your teeth, lose your keys, but don't lose your heart. Don't lose your heart. Tell somebody, don't lose your heart. Though this outer self is wasting away. How many know that we're dying every day? Got some grades I didn't, places I didn't have grades before. Wake up a little slower than I used to when it get cold now. Tell somebody, you're wasting away. As much as we, you know, we, we, you know, we, we try to put the dye on and we try to put the face cream and we do all those things. But death is undefeated. Except with Jesus. But the word of God says this, though we are wasting away, 
in our inner self, our inner self is being renewed day by day. He said, Pastor, how are we going to get to, to, a, to an uncommon outcome? You need to trust on what's happening on the inside. Now, you should look good. Put some makeup on. Can't grow it? Sew it. Look good. Brothers, put, put a little something in your hair. Now, we should know you got some Beijing all the way down here. Take care of the outward man. But just know that it's a losing battle because it's wasting away. But you need to set your sights on things that are eternal. That while we're working out and we're getting on the treadmill and we're trying to get our heart rate and keep it up there, just know that we are being renewed in our inner man day by day by day by day. Is this good to anybody? Look, 17 says, for this light momentary affliction is preparing us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. And we do not look at things which are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient or temporal. Somebody say temporal. But the things that are unseen are eternal. Brother Wax, come up here. Lady Tiff, come up here. Boxy, come up here. Somebody give me one more time. Sister Chelsea, come on up here. Box, I want you to be over there. Stand, stand over there in front of that podium. Y'all three, come here. This is my expected end. This is the ending that God has spoken to my inner. God has spoken to anybody anything about your calling and, and, your, and your ultimate thing. What God, God has something, God showed anybody. Let me see your hand. God showed a glimpse of what God called you to be and what God called you to, 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 uh, um, to accomplish. That's the eternal thing. That's the eternal purpose by which we were created. Tell somebody, I was created for this. Anybody know that thing that you were created for when you get in that vein and you can do it all night and, be, and you can do it without anybody even paying, paying you for it? Tell somebody, I was created for this. That's the thing I was created for. That's the eternal re That's the reason God sent me down from the portals of glory through my mother. That's the purpose by which I was created. But in between where I am and where I will be is the temporal. I've got family issues. I've got financial issues. I've got self-esteem issues. Y'all stand in front of me. And I'm trying to get y'all. Don't, don't let me get by. Don't let me get by. Don't let me get by, baby. I ain't going to let you get by. I'm going to do like that. <laughs> Chest bump me. Look, I'm trying to get to where God has called me. But the temporal is giving me resistance. The temporal, I see, I see this big wall of the need, the, need, the need that has to be met by Friday. I see, I see the debt that's this high. I see the sickness thing, the, sickness, the thing that the doctor said I have that I'm going to have for the rest of my life that there was no cure for. But God said, I need you 
even though y'all y'all big and I can't, God said, don't set your eyes on things. I need you to look beyond the temporal and I need to keep your eyes on the eternal. What is it that you have your eyes fixed on? The Bible says whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are a good report, I need you to think on those things. So many times we are such creatures of the episode that we're in. That we forget it is just an episode in a whole series. Every good story got some drama. You wouldn't watch it if it didn't have some ups and downs and ends. And I'll tell somebody, it's just a chapter in my story. If you can embrace it, hey, this is what's going on in my body right now. This is what's going on in my finances right now. This is what happened to me in my past. And this is the way I feel about myself. But I serve a God that will never leave me, that will never forsake me. And he's given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. And so as a result, I may have to deal with it one at, one at a time. I'm going to deal with the issues. And all of a sudden, God's going to give me victory over that. I'm going to deal with the finances. And God's going to give me a strength and a strategy to deal with that. He's going to deal with what's going on in my mind. That every time I try to take a step, the devil has something to happen. I have a flashback that puts me in a cage. God's going to give me victory over the, the warfare in my mind. And all of a sudden, I see my way clear to my destiny. Somebody stand to your feet in this place. God said, if you can keep your eyes on things eternal, you will reach your destiny. You will reach your destiny. Oh, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Oh, standing up. That's the reason the Bible said, don't be weary in well-doing. Because doing well will wear you out. It'd be easier to lie. It'd be easier to get in with the office gossip. It would be easier to forge the documents to get ahead. But doing right will wear you out. But I hear the Lord saying, somebody lift your hands. Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you're going to reap a God-designed outcome if you faint not. I pray strength to your legs right now. I speak strength to your soul and your spirit that you will not faint, that you will not give up, that you will not lose heart. And you will tie a knot and hold on even if it's two strings. God said, I will make sure that you hold on. God said, if you just reach for me, I will hold you up with my mighty hand. Somebody begin to worship him now. Come on, 
come on, he's sending strength from the sanctuary. Oh, I see outcomes. I see God turning things around. I see God delivering. I see God meeting these supernaturally. Unexpected outcome. Come on, somebody worship him now. That your setback was a setup for a comeback. Hey, oh shit, It's not as bad as it seems. You're still alive, aren't you? Hey, bossia, I don't know, Uncommon, unusual. God's gonna take you from the back and put you in the front. He's going to deliver you. I'm reminded in the book of Isaiah. It's the last thing I want to share with you. God sent him to Hezekiah. He said, thus saith the Lord, Hezekiah, you're a good man. You're an upright man. But the Lord says, you need to get your affairs in order. Because the end of your journey has come. Fought a good fight. Ran a good race. But it's time for you to leave. See, everybody happy when they see a prophet coming. The prophet don't come with a car, a Cadillac in the house all the time. Isaiah prophesied to him and was walking out of the court. Let me tell you something. Not only does God change outcomes, but you can change outcomes. Because you know what Hezekiah did? The word of God said that he turned his face to the wall. He said, God, you are sovereign. You take counsel with no one. But I'm coming to you right now. And I'm asking you, God, to reconsider. Look over the course of my life and look at what I've done with you. I'm taking a little license here. God said, okay, you know, you've been good, but I still need you. But I think what he got him. He said, Lord, I can't praise you from the grave. And all of my life, I've been praising you. All of my life, you've been getting glory out of me. And if you take me now, there's going to be one less person that you can get your glory from. All of a sudden, before Isaiah could leave the gates of the province, God said, hold up, Isaiah. I've reconsidered my decision. a compelling case about your life that you can make God reconsider a decision. Kick God from Zion.
So Isaiah, I know what I said. Isaiah was a sure prophet. He was an eagle-eyed prophet. So when he spoke a thing, that was cash in the bank. So he let me hear God wrong. He said, I have reconsidered Isaiah because I found he has made such a compelling argument that I've changed my mind. It's happened before. Abraham was such a good friend of God. God said, I'm about to destroy. I'm about to destroy lighting everybody down there in Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, God, if you can find 10. Yeah, I'll spare for that many. He waged it down till it was just a few. Because of the stature that he had with God. Abraham wasn't a superhero. He was flesh and blood just like us. We can become such friends with God that what God would do, he'll change his mind. You know good and well you'll have your mind made up about your child. No, you ain't going nowhere. No, you want punishment. But let him climb up in your lap somewhere. Let him do an extra chore. Mama, Daddy, I know, I know you. Wait a minute, I know you said I can't. I got one that I got one that is, it is gonna be the next preacher. She can make a compelling argument. I know you said this, but will you reconsider? And I was like, Go ahead, don't you do it no more. father he can have his mind set on something but because he loves you so much if you give him a compelling argument that God I'm going to give you ultimate glory I vow to you that you're going to get glory if you change this situation you too can qualify for an uncommon Somebody join hands with somebody beside you. I want you to begin to pray for that neighbor right now. I know we've been doing a lot of praying, but God has ushered us into a season of prayer. Come on, pray that they position themselves for uncommon. I love seeing all these brothers over here. Come on, pray for each other. Come on, pray protection over them. Come on. Let them hear you praying. That an unexpected, uncommon, unusual outcome. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That's it, that's it, that's it. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it. That God begin to, they position themselves so God can shift some things. Come on, come on. That God has just given them audience. So naysayers can see. 
God said, I just want to get glory. Anybody I see that I can get glory out of, I'll give them an uncommon, an uncommon outcome. That means that sometimes you're going to have to get in some dark places. It's not considered a miracle unless all hope was lost. Which means that God may put you in some tight situations. But God said, I'm going to give you an uncommon, uncommon outcomes. I mean, there are going to be some miraculous things. I mean, there are going to be some things that are going to be unexplainable. I mean, it's um, th things that people cannot trace. They cannot connect the dots as to how you're going to get where you're going to go. Uncommon. It's going to be uncommon. It's going to be uncommon. It's going to be big. It's going to be magnanimous. It's going to be auspicious. It's going to be undeniable that God's hand is on you. Come on, come on, pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray. When God does it, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. When God does it. When God heals. When God delivers. When God sets free. When God sets you up on your feet. Come on, come on, come on. People are, people can already see that you're down and out. They can already see that you're busted and disgusted. But when God turns it around, I hear turnaround in the atmosphere. I hear turnaround in the atmosphere. Not a 360, but a 180. It's going to be the exact opposite of where you are today. God said, take note. Take note of the amount of debt that you have. Take note uh, as, as to your blood pressure. Take note to the numbers of your, of your blood sugar. Take note. God said, I'm going to do a 180. I'm going to reverse it. It's going to be irrefutable. 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 People will not be able to deny that the hand of God is on those that walk upright. Come on, come on. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Come on, pray for the faith to receive. Pray that there be good ground. Faith to receive. Faith to receive. Faith to receive. Faith to receive. Full of mercy and grace. Come on, pray that on this week, by the time the sun goes down today, there's some outcomes. There's some resolution is coming. God said, we can pass this mountain long enough. It's time to go in and possess it. It's time to go in and possess it. Uncommon, 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 strange. Get ready for strange things. I didn't say wicked. I didn't say twisted. God said, strange things are about to happen. Woo! I hear you, Lord. The unexplainable is about to take place. Oh, my God. People are going to ask you, you're going to shrug your shoulders. I can't explain it. I'm not trying to be over religious, but it's just God. God made a decision for his name's sake. He's going to heal you for his name's sake. He's going to deliver you for his name's sake. He's going to make you vice president for his name's sake. Yeah, God. Do your good work in your people. Do your good work in your people. Do your good work in your people. Yes, God. Yes, God. It's not just for the young, it's for the old. God is going to preserve you like salt does. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody, yes, your age gonna be deteriorating, gonna be bent over, gonna be dealing with God said, I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna renew your youth like the eagle. For no other reason, because I'm gonna get credit. Can God trust you to get credit? Oh yes, God. Can he trust you to get credit for what he's about to do? If you can prove that he can get credit, God said, I will open up the heavens and I will pour you out overflow of blessing. I see the dam breaking over. Yes, God. Yes, God. God, we receive strange and uncommon outcomes. Resolutions that don't make any sense. God, you're doing it. God, you're doing it. Show the heathen that you are real. Show the our sinful family members that you are real. Use us as a billboard and an example that you love your children and you will withhold no good thing from us. God, do it again. Do it again, God. Heal again, God. Set free again, God. Deliver again, God. Open doors again, God. Shut liars' mouths again, God. Do it for your name's sake. Somebody cry out to the Lord. Come on, let that hand go and begin to worship God. God, you're doing it for your name's sake. You're doing it for your name's sake, God. You're doing it for your name's sake, God. Come on. You're doing it for your name's sake. Somebody give God praise for what he's doing. Come on. Thank him that he's giving you outcomes that you didn't even ask for. Eyes haven't seen. Ear have not heard. Neither has it entered into your heart. The thing that God has prepared for his children. Somebody give him praise for the outcome. Somebody give him praise for the outcome. For the outcome. For the outcome. For the outcome. Clap your hands. Open your mouth. Give him glory for the outcome. I don't see it. I can't touch it. But I know in my sanctified soul. That you are working a far more exceeding weight of glory. Go on through it. Go through the trial. Go through the fiery furnace. You can outlive a lie. You can outlive a plot and a plan. God is ordering your steps. He is Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. Somebody give God a praise. Come on, give him a shout. Give him a shout. Give him a shout. For an upcoming outcome. For an upcoming outcome. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message. And we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. 
If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.